There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. You start. This is BFN, the myth-busting podcast for those going through infertility and IVF. I'm Gabby. And I am Emma. We're here to answer those questions you Google at 3am. Does eating pineapple make your womb sticky? Does acupuncture actually do anything? And has anyone ever actually managed to just relax? So here we are, welcome to the podcast. We are both journalists and we have both been trying to conceive for, between us, several years. And we have just got really frustrated, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, everyone who's been trying for a baby for, you know, a year or so knows how frustrating it is. And I think I, we're just trying to channel that frustration into something that might actually help other people. So as most people who've been trying for a baby for a really long time know, BFN, it's my worst fear. It stands for big fat negative and it's what I get on every pregnancy test I ever take. Same. <laughs> the plan with this podcast, you know, the plan is to get experts in, to kind of debunk as many myths as we can using science and actual facts. Science. <laughs> rather than the things that people say on forums which is the source of most of our information oh god yeah and we're also going to tell you a little bit about our stories where we're at as we're both at very different times in our fertility journeys i hate that word sorry our journeys our journey um so yeah we're going to tell you a little bit about us and then try and bust some myth um the, the other thing to say is that we are going to have a segment every week that we call Old Wives Tales, which is literally taking those rumours that you read on forums and trying to figure out whether there's any truth in them at all. So if you have any myths that you'd like debunking, please do email us. We've got a Twitter account, which is at BigFatNegative. Or you could email us at BigFatNegativePodcast at gmail.com. Yes, so get in touch. So let's kick off with Gab's. How has your week been? Um, my week has been okay. I've been um, mostly dealing with my own inner monologue about whether or not my period is about to come. Classic. So obviously my, my mind is going to overdrive. Is that spotting? Is that implantation bleeding? Is it just my period? So um, so I've had one of those weeks really and uh, I still don't have an answer. So don't, 
don't get too excited. But um, but yeah, I've just been doing a lot of Googling and just trying not to think about it, which as everyone knows is absolutely impossible. The tiny voice in your head has been very active. Oh, totally. Um, How about you? Well, so I'm getting ready for my second frozen embryo transfer um, in a couple of weeks. The first one didn't work out. That sucked. I went to see a fertility nutritionist this Ooh. week. I am not a subscriber to the clean eating craze. Oh, I boring. think it's all bollocks. But she had some really interesting stuff to say. Suffice it to say, I'm putting blueberry powder on everything right now. I'm not allowed my lovely latte that I have every morning, but I am allowed to drink coffee Oh, like okay. a little bit. Okay, that's good. And from today onwards, I'm banned from wine, but I am going to drink wine today. Oh, please. Yeah, that'd um, be great. So, yeah, basically eating a lot of salad right now. That's oh, been my week. Okay. Yeah. Were there any other things that she highlighted that were... You know, things like eat protein, kind of organic was a big kind of watchword with her, which, again, I'm like a... I was always a bit suspicious of, but... The way she puts it makes sense. The other thing is something called BPAs. And if you kind of Google it, there's been a lot of studies done on these. Um, It's an ingredient in plastics. Unfortunately, it's an ingredient in almost everything that we use. Mm. So um, trying to figure out how I can ban BPAs from my life is going to be quite a challenge. Plastics are, they keep coming up, I think. Um, You said it during the week. And then I listened to another podcast called Science-ish. Have you listened to that? No. It's um, Rick Edwards of T4 fame. Cool. With a chap called Dr. Michael Brooks, who is, I think, editor-at-large at at The New Scientist. And they take take one movie each week and they speak to scientists about whether the plot of the said movie would be possible. Okay. They were talking about Children of Men, which is based on the P.D. James novel, and whether or not, um, you know, fertility could be at risk. And what they found was that actually rather than female fertility, which is the kind of core plot of the Children of Men movie, it's actually men's fertility that is dropping. And sperm counts have dropped 59% in the last 40 years. That is what the nutritionist lady said. Yeah, and it could be down. Sorry, I did. It's not. I'm not digressing. It could be down to plastics. That was one of the things Mm. they were talking about. So um, I guess watch out for those BPAs, but also don't that we're experts i mean i'm not drinking fizzy water anymore i've banned it oh, i know it's a nightmare um i also saw during the week that a um a new female health app called ava, ava. raised i think 30 million pounds and i just think i'm quite excited about the explosion of female health apps Okay. But I'm also a bit reticent to start using them. Well, they, I mean, I have found, you know, we've all been through the, like, ovulation testing, testing our temperature kind of thing. And it does make your head go a bit nuts, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, you've done that as well. Yes, I have. I used to use Natural Cycles and I stopped. um, Which is an app, right? It is. It's an app where you take your basal temperature every morning and it just tracks and tells you eventually once you've put it in enough, tells you when you've ovulated and helps you to kind of gauge when your fertile window is. But I think we're starting every day with a reminder of of what I was up to was just a bit too much for me. I think I had to stop. Yeah. So, you know, fun one. Yeah. Introduction. We thought 
we just talk a little bit about what our stories are. So, Gabby, tell yeah. me about you. Where are you on your journey? On my journey, my magical journey to not having any babies. Um, well, I got married this time last year, so um, I've been trying for a year, and I guess... I mean, like anyone, it's been a bit of a roller coaster, and um, we've recently had the kind of first round of exploratory fertility tests. Ooh, How tell me about those. Ooh. Um, so I've had two blood tests. Um, the first one kind of comes at day like twenty-three of your cycle um, to make sure that you're ovulating, and the other one came on day two of my cycle or my period, and um, that was testing for all sorts of different hormones just to make sure that I was producing eggs, etc. And um, yeah, the, the results came back and they just said normal. Uh, I don't know what You're normal great. means. Like normal for my age, normal for someone who's 33, or just normal for everyone, I don't know. Um, I feel like in the US, like from what I have read on the forums, well, the women there have a lot more kind of information and data mm, about it. So we... If you're going through infertility treatment on the NHS, you will find that people just say things like, yeah, you're fine. Whereas in the US, they're like, oh, well, my um, my hormones were at this level. Mm. And so that's something to change your expectations for. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping when I actually go in, because that was just calling up to get the results from, I imagine, a secretary. I'm hoping when I go in, they might give me some more information. But who knows? And my husband has had his uh, semen sample taken, but that wasn't without its own dramas (laughs) either, because... The first time he went in, basically, you know, when you see this kind of thing on films and on telly, they get, you know, the the guy goes into a room in a hospital that's got like lots of nice porno mags in it and stuff. And they they do the do and the sample is taken and that's that, but not here. My husband was told to um, basically produce his sample at home. And then he had to race all the way from southeast London to St. Thomas's Hospital all the while keeping it warm. Um, in fact, they did give instructions to warm the cup up before producing the sample. Oh, lovely. Oh, I mean, there's just so many variables. Oh, like, so um, romantic as well. So romantic. Yeah. Um, and the first time he had to do this, not only was that stressful enough, the first time he had to do it, he went to the hospital and took it to the wrong floor oh. and gave it to the wrong person. So um, some poor, unassuming nurse got um, my husband's semen sample and um, (laughs) funnily enough, we didn't get any results. So he's had to do it again and we're still waiting for those results. So um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's always, to be honest, we have always worried a little bit about his fertility just because he had mumps when he was in his early 20s and that mumps went to one of his testicles and uh, he tells this really lovely story about how his testicle was the size of a lemon and Mm. it would like swing like a pendulum between (laughs) his legs when he was walking to the loo and it was very sore it sounds Mr Gabby I know it sounds terrible um so so yeah we're kind of just waiting for those results really I suppose okay and how I mean have you found that the the people around you have been supportive or have you had kind of trouble with people telling you to relax? (laughs) Well, I would say everyone has told me to relax, which, you know, I think, I think it's important to say that everyone has obviously got your best interests at heart and doesn't want to say anything that is unhelpful. But I think because no one really knows what to say, really, everyone kind of reaches for the cliches and, um, you know, maybe you should just relax is certainly up there with, 
one of the cliches and it's you know it's it's quite frustrating anyone who's done you know been through this knows that it's impossible to just relax and you are relaxed i am relaxed you're a chill person i'm just because i'm talking about it doesn't mean i'm not relaxed Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's been an interesting year but you know i've had i've had support okay so yeah let's find out a little bit about you me Mm. yeah the things i've been through Mm. (laughs) where to start (laughs) Um, so I have a really great situation where me and my husband both have our issues. So we are kind of Monica and Chandler in that respect. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I had appendicitis as a child which developed into peritonitis, which is like an infection of your abdominal sac. Um, It left me with loads and loads of scarring on my fallopian tubes, which basically made them impassable, Mm. like a mountain road in the winter. And my other half has a chromosomal disorder called uh, Robertsonian translocation. In a way, it's a perfect storm for us because it means we get a lot of funding for a lot of rounds of IVF. Mm -hmm. Uh, we get three full rounds so that means well according to the consultant we get three full rounds which means um, me having my eggs taken out and then having all the resulting embryos put back in three times which is I mean that's like rounds and rounds and rounds Mm, which is great Uh, most people aren't as lucky as me is that the right word? I think most people get one round on the so we're very lucky in that front um so I've had two laparoscopies which have resulted in both my uh, fallopian tubes being blocked off I still get the little voice in my head saying you could be pregnant oh fantastic oh god I have had one I've had my eggs collected so that happened last September um that ended up with five healthy embryos I had one embryo transferred uh 
in December, I did not have a baby from that. Mm. And now I'm working up towards my second embryo transfer. Um, I'm doing a, I think they call it a supported cycle or a semi-medicated cycle, which means if you are having an embryo transfer, anyone who's had a frozen embryo transfer, um, you tend to start off with some drugs at the beginning. I had Bucerolin last time. So we went to a wedding in October where I had to sniff these drugs four times a day. I was was there, I can confirm, she did. Yeah, it was really unattractive. Um, And then you start with the progesterone suppositories. Oh, wow. Which are gross, really gross. for you. Yeah. Um, And so this time I'm not doing the bucerolin at all. I'm just doing the progesterone. And that is, it's kind of an aid for your body so it just produces it helps your body to produce progesterone which Uh helps it uh to build a good womb lining so fingers crossed for that indeed Mm -hmm. and um going back slightly did you when did you find out that your fallopian tubes were impassable i think (laughs) at what point how long have you been trying at that point so i've been trying for six months when when that happened and i you're supposed to you're supposed to wait a year but I just knew there was something, I just, I knew there was something wrong. So I just mm. went to the doctor and said, look, I've been trying, it's really doing my head in. And my GP was really, really kind, referred me for all the de- tests that Gabby just talked about. Um, and then I had some slightly more dramatic tests. So an HSG, which is a, essentially they shoot dye into your uterus. Yeah, I've heard about this one. Yeah, up into your fallopian tubes. Mm. It's not a comfortable experience. No. My, I've had two of those now. The first one was uncomfortable. The second one was horrendous. Right. Um, so I guess it depends who's doing it. Luck of the draw. Oh, gosh. Um, that might be my next one, I guess. Yeah, I'll look forward yeah. to that. I would say take some paracetamol first. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, so they shot some dye into my fallopian tubes and realised that the dye wasn't going all the way up. So then they were like, ah, maybe there's something wrong. So then I had a um, deeper investigation called the laparoscopy which was a camera being shoved into my fallopian tubes. Mm. Um, and then they discovered something called a hydrocell pinks, which is where it's basically gone so rank and stagnant that it's kind of swelled full of stagnant water. I think that's a, a good layman's description. Um, <laughs> and Got so they, they just they shut it down. Oh, They shut it down. Shut that down. Yeah, and then they a year later they did the same thing with the other tube, which was annoying because they could have done that year earlier as well but whatever oh so how long have you been trying in total um now it's just over two and a half years okay okay Um, i'm still i don't know am i positive i'm trying to be positive it's hard to be positive sometimes you know i think you kind of have to be but i mean i know me this morning i woke up i thought my period had started and i just felt more than anything, obviously the, the the usual disappointment, but also just felt a bit stupid for having been hopeful again. You know, I was like, oh god, I can't believe I can't believe I thought I could have been pregnant again. And it's just you feel a bit, you know, like your body's tricking you every month. Yeah, it's and um, yeah, and often like you're losing your mind. Yeah, which is great. Oh, my boobs sore. Yeah, uh, do I have a metallic taste in my mouth? I read that somewhere. Oh, just Google it again. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Are my nipples a little bit darker than usual? Oh, I think they might Did you ask <laughs> Mr. Gabby? Were you like, my, my nipples are a bit darker? Oh, no, I didn't go for the darker one. I hadn't heard that one. You've just added another oh, one right. to my list. It's a fun one. Mr. John's like, shut up. No. 
They're not darker, all right. Just take a fucking pregnancy test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mr. Mr. Gabby was like, are your boobs, you look like, you know, your boobs sore. I was like, yes, they are, but don't think about it. Um, so yeah, and, oh God, it's so frustrating. It's time for our regular segment, Old Wives Tales, Fact or Fiction. And up this week for interrogation is drinking raspberry leaf tea which is something that actually Emma introduced me to. Oh, I'm so glad that I introduced uh, you to that. <laughs> I remember I rang you once and you said, are you drinking raspberry leaf tea? And I said, no. <laughs> and actually, I still haven't, uh, so I haven't taken your advice. Well, pal, I've got some in the cupboard, so after we've done this, we'll have a steaming cup of useless tea that oh, tastes a bit like pond. Fantastic, lovely. Mm. Um, so I've had a little route around on mummy forums to see what okay. everyone's saying about raspberry leaf tea. And it seems that a lot of people are a bit confused. So um, What? Confusion? Infertility? I know. What? Mental. Um, Yellow Flowers on Mum's Net says, Anyone heard of raspberry leaf tea? I was moaning about my lack of TTC success to an older friend with three grown-up kids and she swore by raspberry leaf tea. Mm-hmm. Mm. Meter says, In German-speaking countries, raspberry leaf tea is said to be good for pre-ovulation and ladies' mantle for post-ovulation. Smiley winky face. Ah, oh, that's helpful. Thanks, yeah. Peter. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we've got Peace Chief. I've been drinking organic raspberry leaf tea too, and I've heard that it helps fertility. But recently I read that it's shown to sometimes cause or increase, sorry not to be more certain about this, uterine contractions. So it's n- not to drink it while you're pregnant. So at the moment I'm rather confused. Aren't we all, mate? So we've all been one of those women's women before, and we've all spent ages trying to figure out what's going to help us conceive we spoke to professor tim child great name mm-hmm. for the situation mm-hmm. by the way I'm loving that. Um, he's a medical director at oxford fertility we asked him to tell us what he thinks of those rumors professor tim great to have you on the show so the first myth that we'd like you to debunk is whether or not drinking raspberry leaf tea aids conception it's an interesting one that I remember when I used to do obstetrics uh, back in the 1990s in, in Oxford there was quite a um, the, the the midwives were certainly very pro sort of natural health and um, raspberry leaf tea was quite widely used then actually to try and help induce labour in women who were overdue uh, I, I, certainly with an Oxford it's fallen out of fashion over the last 20-25 years or so so it's not really used it's not, as far as I'm aware it's not used in labour ward anymore but there are some studies suggesting that raspberry leaf tea um, sort of helps stimulate uterine contractility. Um, so in terms of it being used to try and help women conceive, uh, I, I did a check through the a huge database of, of sort of medical studies that have been done involving any sorts of drugs. I, um, I couldn't find anything published on it at all in terms of raspberry leaf tea or raspberry leaf extracts and fertility and everything is very much just sort of out there on the internet just people are writing about it but I can't actually find any evidence behind it at all it's known that if it's taken during pregnancy it can affect the sugar levels for instance in women so the the care needs to be taken in women if they're taking it during pregnancy Um, studies have been done in in rats looking to see what the effects of raspberry leaf tea are around the time of uh, conception and I can only find one study published, but it showed that it can actually have some potentially negative effects even in uh, even in the offspring. Now those are in rats, and those are probably doses that we wouldn't use in that people wouldn't actually be drinking. But in the end, it's something that um, you know, it's not a licensed drug. We don't know what the effects of it are, 
And so I think people taking it uh, maybe up until the time of conception if they want to, but again, I'm not aware of any evidence of it improving conception, but certainly I think once conception is occurring and um, particularly during pregnancy, then I think people need to be careful with it. So I guess best left alone? I think it's best left alone um, yeah, around the time of pregnancy. Um, and obviously if people are drinking it all the way through trying to conceive and by drinking it I probably mean drinking quite a lot of it 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 clearly has some effects because it has been shown to affect the uterus in pregnant women sugar levels in pregnant women and maybe have some effects in rats as well so I I wasn't able to find any any evidence at all or any data at all um, suggesting that it improves fertility rates and so I'll, I'll just be a bit wary about that I think Brilliant. That's great. Thank you so much, Professor Tim. We will speak to you soon. This has been episode one of BFN. If you want to hear what happens next, you'll have to tune in next week. Yeah. For now, stay safe, happy babying, and don't let the mum's neck get you in the night. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save